Hello, and welcome to Never Not Grateful, a podcast all about gratitude and how it can change your life for the better. I'm Megan Peters, and I am so excited that you are back for episode two. I can't believe that we're doing episode two. How excited am I? Very, very excited. You see, sometimes I'm not much of a doer. I'm more of a thinker. So the fact that we have made it to episode two of this podcast idea, concept, whatever, is pretty much a miracle, guys. Um, Thanks for being here. So last week on our first episode of Never Not Grateful, I talked a lot about my own gratitude journey, how I came to find myself in a position where I needed to be practicing gratitude every day, and how I made that work for me as a traditional historical pessimist. I also talked quite a bit about how recovery led me to gratitude and how my new life as a sober mother, human, worker, entrepreneur in the world required me to find gratitude daily. And you can learn all about that and how I use gratitude in my daily life right now over in episode one. So if you haven't listened yet, go back and give that one a listen. And hey, while you're at it, go subscribe to this podcast. Yes, hit the subscribe button, leave a comment or a review if you feel inclined. As we are a brand new podcast, that is how you can get the word out on all the different platforms, whether you're listening on Stitcher or iTunes or wherever. We would appreciate it so much if you would click subscribe. And if you have a friend or a family member or someone in your life who you think could benefit from a weekly dose of gratitude, I would love it if you would send them a link to this podcast. We love the idea of sharing this with as many people as possible, and I would be eternally grateful to you for passing it along. So now for today's topic. Today, I wanted to share just my five easiest tips for starting a gratitude practice in your life. In our last episode, I talked a little bit about some of the things that I do on a daily basis or weekly basis that helps me cultivate my gratitude practice and make it a regular part of my everyday, something I don't even really have to think about. But I know that that's easier said than done. So giving some practical tips of things you can actually do, practices that you can put in place today with very little cost and actually not a lot of effort that can really help jumpstart your own gratitude practice. So the first tip or item I have for you is an easy one. It is a gratitude journal. Now, you might be asking me, Megan, are you trying to pawn some specialized journal to me that you're going to get a kickback on on Amazon or something like that? And the answer is no. You can use any journal. You can use an old notebook that you have lying around. I actually, when I first started doing gratitude journaling, I had a separate journal. And I know a lot of people that really like that, to have a separate journal that they keep sometimes by their bed or on their desk that just holds their gratitude practice writings in it. I actually found for me, having it integrated into my bullet journal 
model worked better. And I will link some of this stuff up in the show notes. If you're not sure what a bullet journal is, it's basically a blank journal that you can kind of make into a planner. There's lots of different ways you can use a bullet journal, but I use mine as a daily planner along with a place for me to keep all of my notes about everything from business to life. My schedule is pretty crazy, and just the way my life is set up right now as a mom of two kids, an entrepreneur, I also work in activism, and so I have a lot of projects going on with that. I found for me it was easier to keep everything in one place. I know for other people it might be better to have things separated out. It just kind of depends on what works best for you, and guess what? There are no rules here. You can do what ever is best for your life and how your schedule is set up. So for me, I use my bullet journal and I have a section of my bullet journal that is specifically set up for my gratitude journaling. And what I do with my gratitude journaling is I try to sit down either first thing in the morning or right before I go to bed or sometimes both, depending on what kind of day I'm having or how I'm feeling and just write down everything that I'm grateful for. Now, this does not have to be perfect, and it really doesn't have to be in any particular format. I like to do it in list form. I just find that's easier for me. However, there are sometimes days where I just want to like word vomit all over the page. I just want all the thoughts that are in my head to get out of my head and get on the page. And so if that works better for you to kind of write out in kind of a summary as opposed to listing, that's great. Do whatever works for you. Like I said, there are no rules here. And I try to do this maybe once a day. I think that if you're in a place where you can afford to spend the time to do it twice a day, like I said, first thing in the morning and then maybe right before bed, it's better. But honestly, I am a little bit overscheduled at the moment. And so sometimes at the end of the day or even first thing in the morning, it's hard for me to sit down and find the time. That's something I'm working on, but it's all about progress, not perfection, right? But here is the point. This is why I think gratitude journaling is great. Because even when you're not in the mood to do it, it's going to force you to find something to be grateful for. Like I said, for me, I like listing things out. And so I made it a goal in the beginning to list out five things I was grateful for. And eventually I was able to bump that up that now I write down 10 things I'm grateful for. And you know what? Sometimes it's really hard to find 10 things to be grateful for. That's sad, but it's true. Sometimes I'm just not in a place where it's an easy task. But the more I do it, the easier it is. And like I said in our first podcast, when you make it into a daily habit, it makes it so much easier to then find gratitude in things around you. I was just having this conversation the other day with a friend at how I had had a pretty rough day. I wasn't feeling great, but I could still find good things in almost every bad thing that had happened that day. And that is because I've made a habit out of looking and finding gratitude every day. 
A gratitude journal is great because it's something you can do on your own. It's something you can fit into your own schedule. You don't need to have a group of people necessarily to do it. You can just fit it around your own life. So that is my first tip. Start a gratitude journal. However it works for you, just go ahead and do it. It's better to start it than to wait for that perfect time or that perfect journal or that perfect moment. Just sit down and start listing out the things that you're grateful for. And I promise you, you're going to start seeing more and more gratitude in your life. So this second tip might not be perfect for everyone, but just hear me out. So my second way of cultivating gratitude in my life is by, ready for it, incorporating exercise into my life. Now, this does not mean you have to become a gym rat. It does not mean you have to buy all the yoga pants, all the Lululemon, go to bar class, none of those things. What I am saying is that by moving my body every day in some way, shape, or form, it helps me to find gratitude. And here's why, especially when it comes to outdoor exercise, I find myself in constant states of gratitude. For example, I am not someone who loves running. I grew up in a family of runners. So my sister was a state champion cross country and track runner. My dad ran five and 10 Ks up until he was about 75 years old. They have always loved to run. I hated it. I didn't like that feeling of being out of breath. I always felt like I was going to die when I was out running. It was not my favorite. But a few years ago, I found myself kind of incorporating running into my exercise routine. And once I made it past that initial, you know, one mile and then two miles of running, I actually found I sort of enjoyed it. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not a state champion cross country runner like my sister. I am not running fast. I mean, if anything, let's call this a light jog. It's it's not a marathon here. But I found that when I was running, especially when I was running outside, I was always paying attention to what was happening around me. I would have my headphones in. I usually listen to podcasts or audiobooks and things like that. But I'd be looking around and noticing the trees and the smells and the animals. And I found myself more grateful. And so I looked into this a little bit more. I found that when you exercise, your body releases chemicals called endorphins. These endorphins then interact with the receptors in your brain that reduce your perception of pain, fear, and stress. These endorphins also trigger a positive feeling in your body. And in fact, regular exercise is one of the most effective ways to improve your mental health. Regular exercise can have a profoundly positive impact on depression, anxiety, and much, much more. It relieves stress, improves memory, helps you sleep better, and boosts overall mood. And guess what? When you mentally feel better, you feel healthier, you're going to be able to find things to be grateful for. And in fact, the way I know that exercise improves my gratitude practice is from noticing what I feel like when I don't do it. Um, In the past couple weeks, my kids have gone back to school and I have become insanely busy um, with two active kids, a very busy job. And like I mentioned earlier, I have a lot of activist work going on right now. My schedule is packed and it's often hard for me to find time to exercise. And lately, no surprise, 
I've been having trouble with my gratitude practice. I haven't been able to focus as much as I'd like to on things that make me happy and things that are good in my life. And I know a part of that is because I haven't been exercising regularly. So I'm issuing a challenge to myself and to you all. This next week, I want you to up your exercise game. So if you're someone who doesn't really exercise at all, maybe just try to go for a walk one or two days next week. If you're someone who's already exercising pretty regularly, maybe try to mix in some different forms of exercise. If you're someone who's normally lifting weights, maybe try to go for a walk or a run. If you're someone who exclusively does cardio, maybe go to a yoga class. Just trying different things and trying to be more mindful when you're exercising and see if that helps with your gratitude practice. All right, this next tip is something I'm not gonna go into in too much detail because we have a special episode coming up in a couple of weeks that will dive into this topic a little bit more. But creating a gratitude group is a great way to improve your gratitude practice. And a really simple way to get started is just send out an email or a text message or something to maybe five of your friends and just say to them, listen, I'm trying to be more grateful in my life. And I think I need some accountability. Would you like to be in a gratitude group with me? Now, they may have no idea what you're talking about. And there's lots of different ways you can go about it, again, which we'll talk about in an upcoming episode. But to start out, even just having a text chain where every day you're sending out a text saying, these are the three things I'm grateful for today. No explanation needed. And your friends can reply with the things they are grateful for. The thing is, once you have other people on the other end of the line who are also waiting for your gratitudes, it makes you more accountable and you're more likely to see the things around you that make you grateful. And don't be disappointed if the first time you send out that text or that email, people are like, no, thank you. This doesn't sound like something that'll work for me. I have actually been in three different gratitude groups. And the first two, while they were full of well-meaning people, just didn't work out for lots of different reasons. And this last one that I'm in now has been wonderful, but it took a couple tries to get there. So don't get discouraged when things don't work out the first time. So my last two tips have to do with things that you can listen to that can help you with your gratitude practice. So the first thing is having a gratitude playlist. So I am going to encourage you to go into whatever music streaming system you use, whether that's iTunes or Spotify or Amazon Music or whatever, and get in there and make a playlist of songs that make you happy. Now remember, these don't have to be songs for anyone else. These are just songs for you. So that doesn't necessarily mean they have to be upbeat. I know that I like a lot of music that is kind of depressing to others. I don't know, maybe a little bit. I like Bonnie Bear. what can I say? But listening to that kind of music makes me happy, especially when I'm listening to it while I'm outside on a walk or a run. But that's not necessarily what would work for someone else. And that's okay. The goal is to put together a playlist that you can pop into your earbuds or 
over your car stereo that is going to pull you out of a funk and make you think about things that you are grateful for. Now, my gratitude playlist is on Spotify, and I am going to link to it in the show notes just to show you all that the music that makes you happy can be extremely diverse, and it doesn't necessarily have to be all uplifting music. You're probably going to laugh when you listen to my gratitude playlist, but I encourage you to check it out and make one for yourself as well. Okay, the last recommendation that I have for you is actually another podcast. So one of my favorite podcasts is called Awesome with Allison. You can get it on pretty much every podcast platform. And Allison has a gratitude practice in her podcast library. It is incredible. She also has a paid uh, gratitude practice that you can pay for, but she does have a free one in her Awesome with Allison podcast library that is a great place to start. It's actually a gratitude practice that you can listen to while you're out for a walk, while you're doing things around the house, whatever it is. I actually listen to her gratitude practice quite a lot while I'm on runs or walks with my dog. And it's basically just like a guided meditation practice, but it's one that you're allowed to do while you're doing other things. So you don't just need to be, you know, sitting cross-legged, doing your own thing. It's really something to be listened to while you're moving your body. Kind of that combination of those endorphins from exercise plus a little bit of mindfulness. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes as well. It's an incredible piece. It actually uses music from her husband. He's a musician, along with her voice kind of leading you in this guided gratitude practice. I highly recommend it. Again, please check out the show notes for that link. And there you have it. Those are my top tips for starting a daily gratitude practice. Just a few things that you can do. I really hope that you try some of these this week. And I'm not saying that you need to do all the things. I'm saying pick out one or two. Maybe you want to start incorporating a daily walk into your life. Maybe you want to start on the gratitude journal. Maybe making a playlist and just having that playing in your car or in the morning when you're getting ready. Any of those things would be great steps into incorporating daily gratitude into your life. And I encourage you to reach out to me and let me know what's working for you. You can find my contact information in the show notes. Like I said, my name is Megan Peters, and you can find me on social media at Crazy Bananas. Crazy underscore bananas on Instagram is usually the place where you'll find me when it comes to social media links. And like I said, all of these will be in the show notes. So we are going to send you out today using one of my favorite songs about gratitude. And before you listen, I should give you a heads up. This is a kid's song. This is a song that we used to play for my kids when they were younger. Uh, We used to hear it on the kids radio station, and it was just my favorite. Every time I hear it, I am in a better mood. And you know what? I don't care if it's made for kids. I think it works for me too as a 35-year-old adult human. So with that, let me present Mr. Cookie Jar and the Chocolate Chips singing Gratitude. Have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. It's about gratitude. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You, you such a doll with your sweet way. You're such a doll with your sweet way.
bigger than the pieces of the pie. No time to even wonder how or why. We just go. Everywhere, it doesn't matter, gratitude is contagious. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.